When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2010, Music Nomad Equipment Care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops, guitar makers and touring techs in over 50 countries. Pro quality but affordable Music Nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help their guitars look, sound and play their best. Whether changing strings, setting up your guitar or detailing every inch of your gear, Music Nomad products are designed and engineered to be their best in class. From top to bottom, each product is so well thought out that it's clear their passion for guitar care is unmatched. With over 100 industry-leading products, it's hard to talk about them all, but some of the favourites are their 100% natural fretboard oil that cleans and conditions your fingerboard like no other, their guitar tech tool sets that can adjust just about anything on a guitar, string changing tools that make changing strings a breeze and actually fun, and they demystified the guitar setup process by developing their new innovative Keep It Simple Setup, aka KISS for guitar setups. Their KISS precision gauge toolset comes with easy to follow instructions and many how-to videos anyone can follow to set up their guitar to play and sound great. And last but not least, their recent introduction of a game-changing fret care tool line, which takes fret care to the next level. Make sure you check out what all the buzz is about around Music Nomad, as they truly are redefining and raising the bar in equipment care. Learn more at musicnomadcare.com or follow them on social media with at Music Nomad Care. Uh, hey, Joe, quick question. Um, yeah. Uh, why couldn't a bicycle stand up by itself? I, I don't know why. It was too tired. <laughs> Hello and welcome, dear listener. Welcome to another episode of the Guitar Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by JD Short. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, JD. Um, hello, everyone. Right. Well, dear listeners, this week, obviously, it's JD and I, and so we're inevitably going to speak about a bunch of bass stuff, as well as the standard news and topics and things like that, just because we've both bought a, a load of stuff over the last uh, <laughs> couple of weeks. So, you know, we've got some fun, exciting things to get through. Also, dear listeners, thank you so much for all your help on my Telecaster hunt. Um 
last week on the podcast, I, I was talking about it with Matt, the fact that I really want to just get rid of a bunch of guitars and just get my ultimate like 52 telly, just a butterscotch deep neck telecaster. And then I spoke about that even more when uh, last week I was on Philip Carter's 40 Watt podcast and I've been inundated with messages and links by people to various suggestions, some in the UK, some in Canada, some in the US, some in Europe. Um, all offering to help me <laughs> ship them over. Um, so thank you all for your suggestions. I'm still not 100% settled on where I'm going to go. It's that tough thing of, you know, it, you're almost getting exactly what I want in just the Vintera. Mm. You know, it, it, even like they do a Sunburst one. It's, it's almost there. Okay, there's no Nitro. But then part of me is like, but then am I just getting another 800-pound guitar? Should I just bite the bullet? Should I spend a load of money? Should I get a custom shop? American Vintage. Uh, it's still up in the air. I, I, I'm sure over the next few weeks I'll, I'll get there, but I'm not there yet. So. Yeah, I, I just say like I I always love the the gear craving journey <laughs> where it's you because like the amount of times I've started with it's like oh I just want something like this and be like I don't want to spend a load of cash on it so you know a few hundred quid whatever and then after a while you're like, you know I could go a bit more I could go a bit more <laughs> and then it's best when you keep going and it gets extremely high and you're like, this is silly. And then something comes up that's just perfect. And you're kind of like, Oh yeah. You know that, you know, 300 pound telly that I've never seen of like parts casters, you were saying like on the last episode, I think, you know, like those, like when something comes up and you're like, yeah, this is it, you know? And um, yeah, I, I, I love the weird, I'm sort of into like weird compromises on gear at the moment, you know? And so it's, it's sort of like the, the niche I'm, I feel like I'm in where it's like, I want something that's not quite right. Cause then it makes me do other stuff. Sure. That's, that's actually not a bad thought. I'm normally the same. I normally end up being like, right. Okay. I can't look around forever. I can't find everything. It's something that ticks every single box. Maybe I'll just get something that's not quite the right finish. Maybe it's not the right near year or neck profile or not the right brand, but I don't know. This time, this time I'm trying, I'm trying to be good, but you're absolutely right. It has just got ridiculous. You know, I started off being like, maybe I could get a classic vibe Squire and and mod it. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, I should get a parts caster. I should buy a body and a neck and I should do that. And then I was like, maybe a Vintera, then maybe an American vintage. Then I, you know, I go on Philip Carter's podcast and that man must spend every time I, I, I podcast with him. He's bought two new, like three grand plus Gibsons. And, you know, of course, he was like, what you need is a custom shop. And I started looking around at custom shops and I, I've just, I've had to step back and be like, you, you don't want a, a butterscotch Telecaster three grand much, yeah. you know, when, yeah. when the American vintage is available for less than two and all you're really getting is some additional wear. Yeah. On the- oh, when you start getting custom shop prices, you can, you could find an actual fifties telly for that, for some of those <laughs> prices, you know, like it may not be in the best Nick, but like, that's not something like for me, that's not something that would like put me off. Sure. You know, if yeah. you, you know, if, find it like for me when i was looking at 78 jazz bases or something like that recently i was sort of thinking it's like yeah i can i mean i don't mind if it's modded 
in the way that I was going to mod it anyway. Like I'm not, I'm for me personally, as like a using it instrument, Yeah, it wouldn't like, I'm not precious about like period. Correct. I'd like to keep all the parts, you know, <laughs> and be able to go back if, if I wanted to, but you know, if someone had a, a 78 with different pickups in it, great. You know, um, uh, yeah, around that time period, it's okay. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, partially yeah, yeah. because most, if we're talking about Fender, most people who bought Fenders in the seventies added battery packs and active pickups and refinished them and whatnot because they weren't, they didn't have the prestige that they do yeah. now. Um, but, but yes, yes, I'd, I'd like to do it as well. And it's this, it's the same, isn't it? Half the reason I was looking when I wanted to get like a fifty-one style precision bass, half the reason I was looking at Winyard um, basses oh, yeah, yeah. as a as a custom build because we we checked them out, didn't we, at the mm, yeah, uh, yeah. Brighton Guitar Show? Oh, yeah. we checked them out uh, in Birmingham as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I we, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm surprised that neither one of us has <laughs> has a telly and and a P bass from there. I know I do oh. really want one. A bit, but I, uh, what, one of the things that's so good about them is he makes relic fifty one P bass. It does amazing telecasters, well, dear listener. We have spoken mm. about them before mm. on the podcast, but if you haven't checked them out, do check out Winyard Guitars. Um, but when he's making a 51p bass, now bridges on a 51p bass are very bad because you just got the two saddles. I guess mm. the same as like a vintage telly has three dealing with six strings. This has two dealing with four. The problem is it really does not work on a bass. Yeah. Um, it makes it very difficult to intonate and, you know, they're not good. Um, and so what Winyard guitars do is use a modern bridge, but it's hid very cleverly and carefully underneath the uh um you know the traditional ashtray but it's kind of a customized shape to 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 fit like a big high mass bridge which is a great idea because you're getting all the looks of the vintage bass with pretty much no concessions but you are getting that that one that one little thing the 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 bridge fix yeah because i remember we were talking about it's like it's it really makes it usable as opposed to, you know, it just being like a slab for the first four yeah. frets, you know, and it's, it's the thing where I think on a telly, you can get by with it. Whereas on the base, when there's 10 inch scale length difference, you know, like that little amount of intonation really changes, yeah. you know, from, from when stuff's out, it's, it's quite out if you yeah. can't, if you can't get it situated, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of the reasons I love the new American Vintage 54 mm. Telecaster bass is brilliant. They've gone for wooden saddles, just two mm. of them on that. And I'm like, I love everything about this. I went to tried it out when I was up at the Fender Place in London. The neck was incredible, absolutely huge. The single coil pickup sounded amazing. Played it through a, a Fender Super Basement and an 810 on like the drive channel. And it was just absolutely wonderful comes with flats the problem is i know I'll, I'll probably never play it outside of my bedroom because I, I know that that bridge is not fit for purpose for a wooden bridge dealing with two saddles is not going to deal with the rigors of loud prog yeah well loud prog playing hard yeah. and playing a lot of shows you know like i feel like yeah, it, it's the same sort of thing with me. It was like, I, it would it would be lovely, but you know, chucking it in a van and you know, like bashing it about is it it even if it were fine, it would worry me. Like it's a yeah. thing; it just doesn't instill confidence in me. And and changing tactic a uh, uh, tact a bit. Like I was thinking about um, 
I was thinking about this the other day, like one of the Facebook questions we were talking about wireless systems. Oh yeah, and I was thinking about was, the X5 wireless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like mine. Um, American quite, where it means a lot, as opposed to <laughs> diminishing quite. I see. Um, <laughs> but I, I, the, I was thinking about the old, like my first wireless was like a Nady. Um, it was like a little, like little box that sat on top of your head and had little, like actual, like metal antenna, like you would get on your television yeah. or something. And I always remember like some of the first gigs, I was like, this is, this is cool. But the, the power was, you know, a Walwart adapter with a tiny little thin power lead to it. And it always, that little lead always weirded me out. Cause I, I would chuck it back in to my, in the, like SKB case my heads were in just, you know, was in there as well. And it's just, it's, it was always fine. It probably still works to this day. It's at my parents' house, <laughs> but just the, the, the thin little power lines like this, is, my entire signal is, is gone. If this one, this yeah. one cable goes. And, and so I was always thinking about it as, you know, so I would imagine I would be the same <laughs> with, with the bridge where I was like, this could go at any moment. And if it does, there's no real recovery. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's funny, those little things on otherwise, you know, fantastic pieces of equipment that do their Mm. job really well. They'll just have this one little thing that makes it awkward or scary to use them in a gigging thing. Like both, both me and Tim, uh, my guitarist, we both use the MXR ISO bricks. I think Mm. it's the ISO brick and not the DC, but I, I think it's the ISO brick. Um, we both use the isobrick, which has its power cable is as same as yeah, yours. One yeah. of those tiny little thin power cables that goes off to a, a plug. I've been meaning for both of us to change onto chocks. I have a few chocks power supplies yeah. sitting around here that I use for stuff. I could just change it, but it means, you know, unwiring mm. everything on the board. But every time we're setting up our pedal boards at the front of stage, I'm like, both of our pedal boards are powered at the front where we're jumping around all over the place and sound techs are getting on and off by a power cable so thin, if you stepped on it whilst it was on the edge of the stage and you got a sharp yeah. stage, you're probably going to permanently and, you know, with no option for a fix during this gig, destroy your entire pedal setup. It's, it's weird that they'd go for a cable like that, but... Yeah, I think I think it's weird too. Like, it always... That's my, my the one thing why I sort of made the decision. Well, my new this new suite of effects are all are, uh, power supplies. Are all I, I have the chocks as well. Yeah, that I really like. And I'm my board now is running two chocks supplies, both with the IEC kettle lead, you know, uh, coming out. And and what I ended up doing this is just a hot tip. Uh, we'll talk about on the accessories a bit, but it's I bought a, uh, a IEC Y cable. So I have the two female lens that go into the the power supply. So I still only run one lead out. So I only I only take like one plug socket. But so like under my board, and this is you know, surely I could do more with a custom board or whatever. But this was a you know a five pound fix. You know, just getting <laughs> just getting an IEC Y cable, and it just yeah. So hot tip: IEC Y cables. There you go. Very usable. But yes, we, we are actually on the Patreon of this episode, dear listener. JD and me are going to continue our talk about accessories and things like that. So I'll try not to sort of use up all the content yeah. <laughs> ahead of them because we both love accessories and so do you. So we'll discuss that then. Um, I wanted to talk about this Esquire that I checked out oh, yeah. last <laughs> last yeah. week before we move on away from telecasts and things like that. Um, I'd seen it on Reverb. 
and I noticed it was in um, this lovely little guitar shop in Worthing, which is the nearest town to where I've moved since I've moved out of Brighton. Um, it's called We Have Sound. And it's just a little, uh, it's in an arcade, just in a little side street arcade, has a has a few bits. One of those shops that will have like plenty of stuff there for beginners and things like that. And then loads of like weird, random, older things, you know, like they'll have a Wem amp combo and, you know, and uh, I don't know. And um, they currently have a Kramer Focus 8000 four string, which is their wild explorer shape with P and um, Music Man style pickup. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that's the thing. There's always something weird and interesting there. But um, they had uh, still have this guitar listed there as an unbranded parts Esquire in Fiesta Red. Um, so I went to check this out and it is... It's a, pass, a parts caster made. The neck is a V profile, which mm. I was very excited about. Sadly, it was a very thin V. So I was like, oh, I changed the neck. But I changed the neck anyway because it's like an unfinished sort of modern look and I'd want a vintage tint on it. Maple neck. It's from Northwest Guitars, the neck, which is a good good, good brand for, for that sort of thing, yeah. high-quality parts. Body I don't know anything about. It's a nitro finish that's been lightly relicked. It's not quite Fiesta Red. It's almost Capri Orange when you actually see it, which was a bit a bit too much for me visually. Yeah. It was a little too bright. But it was it, the finish was well done. Um, but what really attracted me to it was the fact that it was an Esquire loaded up with a Seymour Duncan quarter pounder, a pickup that I've always liked. Um and then it had this really interesting five-way yeah. um, uh, toggle switch, pickup selector. How, how possibly can you get five options? It was, it was a fantastic five options. So position one, um, which I think it starts on the bridge side, um, is no volume and no tone. So it bypasses all your controls, goes straight to the output jack. So it gives you a nice volume boost. Everything is very brash, very loud. You're getting the absolute most out of that Seymour Duncan quarter pounder. And because it's a quarter pounder in this position, if you're running into a valve amp, I was, I practiced it. Uh, I, I played it into a, a, a tiny terror combo, which actually sounded an orange tiny terror combo sounded fantastic. I haven't played one of those in years. And I was like, Oh yeah, this amp is wonderful it drove it it gave me a drive tone on a clean mm. setup or you know sort of slightly less than edge of breakup setup going to the bypass gave me a drive sound so i had that on a toggle switch which i loved it was the ultimate guitar for not having pedals at your feet because as you'll understand as i go through the rest of these this super mm. switch the second option gave you volume but no tone fine uh you know it, this was just a, a normal sound no tone i guess maybe slightly brighter i struggled to hear sort of a real difference uh um oh sorry i'm, I'm getting that confused it was volume with no tone as in with the tone off completely so you had a lovely muffled sound which was a bit like having a neck pickup um tone which was very usable. I liked that. Then uh, the third setting gave you standard volume tone, everything as you'd accept. So you, uh, as you'd expect, so you could mess around with that however you want to shape some sort of halfway sound, if you like. In position four, you got the volume with the Eldred mod cap, which gave you this gorgeous, rich. Um, it was like a muffled. Uh, 
Uh, the like the tone was cut slightly, but almost mid humped. It was it was a gorgeous sound, very very usable. And then the fifth option, which I loved the most, was volume with an ario cocked wah. So it gave me a really piercing mid hump in the lower mids area and gave me that that absolute sort of yeah cocked wire a wire pedal held in a fixed position sort of quacked not quite the quack but you know that that sort of tone and it was brilliant i couldn't believe you had five such such unique sounds across this super switch and they were all fantastic and gave me so much versatility out of this guitar the whole thing with the hard case is 299 it's still there dear listener um I just know I'd change the neck and refinish it. And at that point, I'm paying uh, a bunch more. I could just find someone who does the super switch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the super switch was, it, it, it's one of those things where at, at that price point, you could really think about just, just getting it for the bridge, the, <laughs> the pickup and the super switch and, you know, go into a different things like the body's all right. But I, I know what you mean. I was looking at some of the photos and it looks, red in a lot of them and then there's a couple where it feels very orange and yeah yeah and i was like mm, the orange is the orange is a is less yeah I if it had been fiesta am. red actual fiesta red i think i'd have been like okay i'll get this because to be honest when i was looking at making a parts cast i was looking at custom bodies for 350 mm. quid yeah, so yeah. this is less than those and i was like i can make do with the fiesta red but there's just so much I'd have to do. I'd take off the neck because it wasn't my cup of tea and I'd refinish the body. So that's a new neck. I'd probably go for a fender neck. That's 300 quid. And a refinish, what's that, 250 at least? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's another, yeah. So all in all, it would probably I'd probably spend around a grand on it you know, yeah. to, to make it what I want. And I was like, ah. Oh. I could just start with the thing I want at that point. Like, there's no advantage, especially to getting it and swapping stuff out. Well, I mean, I'd get it just for the the crossed tele yeah. style headstock <laughs> pin that's been epoxied on or whatever with with the with the, the union, union jack union jack oh it's I awful like, dear listener. Yeah. it's the logo on the headstock yeah it's t- yeah two tellies crossed over each other with a union jack I mean, it's like a pin badge it's yeah they're terrible i mean i like the idea it's a good it's good it's a good idea to have uh, i like the idea of a pin badge let me be more specific you know right. uh, you know where <laughs> we're like oh it's yeah it's it's cooler than putting on you know if you don't want to leave it blank and you didn't want something else but yeah i said that that also colors wise it just doesn't go with the rest of the guitar <laughs> anyway no. and no. the union jack isn't unless the photos are really bad it the union jack isn't blue and red it's like it's like a light lighter royal blue and maroon yeah it's so, a, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's it's a weird one. anyway <laughs> that's 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 my that's the thing i think's weird about it but yeah but yeah. It, but it was uh it, it nonetheless it was very cool i love the idea of the super switch if i wasn't on this path to like slim down my guitar collection at the moment i'd totally have got it anyway just because it was 299 but i really just want to have a few good things i want to stop buying mediocre guitars that's my yeah that's my aim 
Isotope Native Instruments and Plugin Alliance are launching a whole bunch of super hot deals for the Summer of Sound sale. From now until the 6th of July 2023, Isotope are offering all their software for 50% or more off including the comprehensive mixing and mastering bundle Music Production Suite 5, as well as flagship tools like Ozone, RX, Neutron, and more. All things I use to edit this podcast. Visit isotope.com and check out the frankly colossal range of things that you can get at extraordinary prices. And take your mixing and editing to a whole new level. That's my aim. Um, also, just before we move on, it looks like those those control plates you can get them pretty easy, pretty readily available for about eighty five quid. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That'd be cool. I could get a squire. Oh no, stop it, Joe! No, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was like, I, I do like, I do really like this idea. Like, I like the idea because I'm really interested in in the mods, and I, you know, I broadly love drop in kits or things that completely change the function of 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 a telecaster you know and it's like this does completely different things than you would normally expect it to do so yeah i'm yeah 80 85 pounds um e- there's loads on ebay they may have a separate shop but it's yeah re- the roadhouse where you can get it yeah interesting. very 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 cool um that i mean that that shop actually dear listener do check it out we have sound um just a little shop in worthing but obviously they ship stuff as well one of the things they do is they have this deal with a local luthier pedal enthusiast called mike rivers and he makes things for them including the jaffa caster <laughs> with a double bite away which is a jaffa cake body shape and paint finish guitar four string tenor i guess i don't really know is it a lap still i can't really tell <laughs> what this is uh yeah they, they they do that for 149 and he also um cuts pedals into um like cigarette boxes and things like that as well as doing a few sort of normal octave fuzz and things but he's got like uh some old yeah old tobacco tin um tin of fuzz and tin of rock so and they're all like 60 quid you know 70 quid for for a cool interesting unique looking effects pedal so they are worth checking out i mean it's just great isn't it i i I love stuff like this where it's just it's like this is a wild thing probably (laughs) wouldn't gig with it unless it's on a switcher you know but but (laughs) the idea of having having something like this in you know, in a, in a switching environment is just is also great, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah oh. I need to I need to go back in and check out some of those pedals. Oh, I, I want to go back in. This is I, some of their stuff looks really really good. I they do interesting them. secondhand stuff. Don't they? Yeah, oh, that's, that's that's really what I'm into most is the wild things that you see when no one no one knew to just do. 28 variations of a strat (laughs) you know and there weren't like there weren't like like a hundred companies whose sole business was to make a slight variation on a strat you know and yeah yeah Yeah, they it's uh it's an interesting shop i actually uh i i need to go back in there to try out the pedals just because when i was in there before i foolishly went in with my partner emma who is the worst person to go guitar (laughs) shopping with because whatever you pick up she'll encourage you to purchase it um and it makes it very difficult to make 
you know, clear decision. So as soon as she, she was trying to sell it to me more than the fella at the shop, <laughs> the guitar. So, uh, so yeah, but I, I had to just be like, right, we just need to leave and I'll come back she, later and do it. She was like, look, you know, this gives you dopamine. It makes you happy. So just <laughs> like, if you buy this thing, it means I have to work less for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, speaking of purchasing things, JD, you've yeah. bought a bunch of uh, weird stuff this week. Oh, it's not, it's not that weird um yeah so i continued my my path to uh unexpected uh kramer aluminium neck basis <laughs> um <laughs> and then i found a really good version of the duke which the is duke. the kramer duke it's the duke deluxe that i have and so basically that's the sort of steinberger shape the the headless sort of rectangle bodied you know, small body. It's a short scale as right. well. So it's a, it's a 30 inch short scale, uh, uses regular strings. So it basically has shallower guitar tuners, uh, down by the body instead of <laughs> so, so like wow, so it's, it's not even like a bridge uh, yeah. it's not even yeah. like a, the modern day bridge tuners it's no. just normal it's, tuning pegs put in a different place and yeah, they're like guitar just, tuning pegs yeah i mean to be fair they work really well but it's still just a bit you know it's basically the ball ends down um down at the top but the wild thing about this so again about everything i always talk about is the what i'm into right now is the, the weird stuff that people did when we didn't know what what was the accepted way of doing things? So, to make this a short scale, the story goes that what, what Kramer did was just literally chop off the tuning fork top of their regular aluminium neck. So it's just the regular the the same aluminium neck they have otherwise, but like with a different fretboard. But it's like the the they, they didn't recast. They think that they just literally <laughs> chopped off the tuning fork, and right. you know there's. You see the, you, I've seen a few of these come and go over the years and it's, um, oh, the thing is that it's got basically like a music man style, like double J pickup in the bridge, which, you know, runs series parallel or like phase invert sort of thing. And it's surprisingly usable because I, I got it thinking it was going to be sort of a toy in essence. Yeah. And, and um, also the one I have is a color I've never seen on these and it's, it's sort of a translucent blue. Um, I've only ever seen these in black. Yeah, black. I've seen white ones, uh, but those are rare. But it's, yeah, this is like a custom custom color. There's some wild variations because there is, they made a bunch of these. They're wildly circulated now because it's no one's main base. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, I, I, I will say it's much better playing and it sounds huge right like it might be the biggest sounding bass i have at the moment <laughs> like it's just it's it sounds really good it's really high output it's got a a shallower double j pickup in it um and yeah it's just i'm just really into it like i i really i'm finding it really fun to play and it's one that i sort of keep like downstairs because the difficult thing is it doesn't have a headstock so it doesn't hang and <laughs> and it's slightly irregular shaped uh so it's not a perfect rectangle because lawsuits but it's so it's yeah. a little a little trapezoidal <laughs> like at the end and uh which means that it doesn't stand up you know like you get with the uh 
like the status bases oh. where they have the double, the of double. <laughs> like things. And of so course, with a Steinberger, the the tuners, which are the circular tu- proper bridge yeah. tuners on a Steinberger, they're recessed into the body yeah. so that it can just sit standing up. The yeah. other thing that Steinberger has, which I always loved, was the little metal. Um, Pin almost lever. Came, oh, yeah. yeah, lever that came out yeah. on the underside so that you could rest it on your leg and play. I just thought that was yeah. a lo- that was them actually thinking about it. I mean, I always thought it was ridiculous. It was like, you know, oh, what yeah. you could have done is just made this a normal shape, and then you wouldn't yeah. have to invest in this entirely extra thing. But it doesn't yeah. matter. I still yeah. love Steinbergers. They oh. are very cool. Did, so, did this one do the little clip? It doesn't have it doesn't ah. have a clip or anything. <laughs> yeah. So like this, and um. And I think this must have been an early version of one of the deluxes or just so from re- from reading, you know, some research about them, there's uh, there's wild variances, you know, and then it, right. there used to be, you know, it used to be able to sort of go, oh, well, a deluxe deluxe has the has the switch that the um, that the regular the standard doesn't have and they're uh-huh. like except on some of these and it, it really is it really just feels like they wired up a bunch of bodies randomly or like someone was just picking up a body and wiring it and be like oh this is meant to be deluxe oh well you know <laughs> like, and and it, it seems it seems that so there's there's no real consistency the also uh, you know online there's a lot of they're they're real marmite. I mean, you're going to get that with you know um, any headless base, <laughs> yeah. any time thing, and also translucent blue. But it's but tonally, people people really really like them or really dislike them. Uh, I I was sort of prepared for it to just kind of be a bit of a toy yeah. short scale. It's, it's, sort of, yeah. it's a proper aluminium neck base as well. Yeah. So it was a cool, fun thing to buy. I yeah. assume the finish meant that you were. Uh, you got a good price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was very good. Um, also, because I had seen, I had seen them uh, at when I did my little excursion to Denmark Street, which I post about on the Facebook group, um, and I, yeah, much less than I had seen a black, a black version in the really? shop. Wow. Yeah, like considerably less than that. I was like, I almost feel a bit bad, but also it is translucent blue. So, <laughs> and it, it's one of those things where I imagine if you're trying to get rid, it's just there, you know, and you're like, please, someone buy this. It's probably been on the market for six years or, or, you know, enough. But yeah, it was, I was really, really surprised by it. It, it has a couple little things. There's a couple electrical faults and all that, but it's, you know, it's a couple dips of a soldering iron, really. And, yeah. and, and I was, I probably I'm going to replace all the pots. We'll talk about this on Patreon. I'm going to replace all the pots on my <laughs> on my other Kramers um at the moment um pretty shortly so I was like well, what's two more <laughs> you know so yeah. what, um when you say it's translucent blue what um what sort of blue um uh, uh it is I'd say like a dark a darker sort of rich blue like nowhere near navy but sort of like a pretty but it's not like electric blue it's not like full right it is i'm trying to think about like the it's the blue you would see on uh bases especially in like early 90s it feels like like they're probably a precursor to that color blue like you for me i think about this a friend of mine's older brother had had this translucent blue samic 
space with gold hardware, because of course. But they, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, there were yeah, so yeah, many of those yeah, Samix yeah, blue yeah. and gold hardware. It's yeah. a weird combo. But it's it was it's it's sort of that that color that electricy kind of eighties color. I'm trying to see if there's something close to it that I have. Maybe maybe a bit of the blue that you get on like a CS two. Or something like that. So I mean, oh, okay. it's, it's so like a quite, pretty... quite a major, quite a primary yeah. color blue yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Good primary color blue is a good. Nothing good tasteful it's... like a Pelham or a. Daffy oh no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, part of me thinks like, wouldn't it be great to to do like a, a Pelham blue on this, and then figure out some way to do a pointless like white scratch plate or something, <laughs> just, just like <laughs> try to make it like a vintagey style. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but yeah i i was i got and it you know got it with a hard case because you have to because it's a custom you know, custom size but it's it basically if i carry it around i feel like i'm going to the snooker or something you know like like i'm just going to like you know some, the local men's club to go play snooker. <laughs> it's like it's kind of what it, the case looks like so right yeah so it's i'm really really into it and uh, hoping that's I was like, this is surely this is it. And then immediately was like, oh, yeah, there's these two other Kramers I want, though. So, oh, you know, this um, <laughs> this this whole discussion has made me really want a Steinberger again. Oh, you, oh, did you to, ever own a, a Steinberger? You, I never you love all the NS I stuff. Do, I do. I do love all the NS stuff. Like certainly like, yeah, like the the wave. Like, I think those are really great bases and stuff. And, you know, like I. I mean, all the, all their actual stringed instruments I love. Um, but the, yeah, like the radius bass that they came out with a few years ago is, is one of the best playing, best sounding basses I've had. I mean, that's, that's, I'd love to find one of those. Also, they're lovely, lovely people. Right. Um, like, and it's just, I can't say enough nice things about them because they, you know, again, like you're saying about the, the little lever on the Steinberger, like Ned Steinberger is an absolute genius. Yeah. not a guitarist bass player musician you know <laughs> and so it just comes up with like just thinks in completely different ways than the rest of us who are like well it's not really a telly style is it you know and <laughs> yeah i love i love those um i've never owned a proper steinberger i've owned like the spirit versions right. like the x5 the, or whatever you're going yeah the spirit versions are great i mean you're not getting through through neck construction yeah. with, with any of those they're going to be just a bolt-on sort of maple and cheap rosewood neck but they were very good for you know for, for what they were they came in there like a really well padded soft bag you could get them in black or white or i know now they also do them in like a graffiti yellow and mm. a hot rod red as well which is pretty cool we used to get those spirits in at gak a lot and uh we just used to have tons of them i assume the deal we had with the distributor meant we had to buy 50 at a time or whatever yeah it's always this massive stack of steinbergers that were bought very occasionally but um you know i used to get them out and play them and they were always really good you know for the money for 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 the money it's a funny phrase isn't it but But they were three nine value. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were three nine nine, and up against anything else at three nine nine, it was a better base. It was just such a specific look. Yeah, I think it's you know, and I think now people are much more used to different looks sure. than certainly you know certainly then like one of the big one of the big draws was that they looked different than you know 
the the four guitars we were used to seeing. Whereas yeah. now, you know, you, the, there's so many weird uh, ergonomic focused body shapes, you know, um, guitars that definitely gent those sorts of things but but it's just but now you, you sort of look at me like oh what a what a boring it's just it's just a box you know it just looks weird but like yeah some of the i was i, I was looking at these recently like some of the gt pros now which i think are is their sort of not naming them spirits but they're still steinberger like gt pros you can get like toman has them for like mid four and right. stuff like that where you get you know you get you know, multi pickup whammy bar, but still, <laughs> you know, it's, it's basically everything you would look to. Um, one of my two like dream bases that I would love to have that I would love for someone to just give me, um, because I'm not sure I would properly feel good ab- about affording it myself. Um, it would be like the Steinberger XL2, like the, the classic 80s, um, like the composite body. All of that stuff because I think I think it just they sound so good. I have played a couple of them. Um, it was that time period where yeah. people were trying to make basses sound like the low end of a piano, like that was yeah. the goal. Yeah, and and oddly enough, both both of the both of the guys because um, they're both dudes um, whose basses I played were both reggae. Um, oh, were really? both in reggae bands, and it was but but again, it was because they were so big. You know, and they were sort of the, the, the sound of those basses is so big, and and again, like sound, and was so clear that by the time they added all the extra super low end stuff from you know from DBX and some some of the the other processors they used at the time, it was just you know you could there were still notes there, but it was this it really kicked you in the chest <laughs> like with each thing, and and oh, they sound sound really good, and I quite liked quite like to uh quite like to have one but yeah. i think they're about four grand now Ugh. or if not more and and i mean to be fair they've never been super cheap which i know we sort of we've talked about this and i know you sort of talked about the last episode but it's like it's that kind of stuff for the the things that i know that's a reasonable price to pay for it now but i also know that <laughs> two years ago i could have paid mid twos yeah and for some reason in the last two years <laughs> it's it's now over four and i will just forever know that and <laughs> i feel like that changes the value for me so yeah yes that that is the problem yeah i, I really like the idea of getting an ns design one of the web fours their radius base mm. they were they are extremely good and i feel like that base is all the best bits of yeah. the original Steinbergers, but then going, but we're going to make it not quite so very eighties. Yeah. You know, it's 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 got. Do you I know mean? What, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was like, it's still a strong look. Yeah. you know, like it's <laughs> still it's headless, dear listener. Uh, it's this, it's it's still bridge, you know, bass tuners, big soap bar pickup in the middle, very you know, same as the old Steinbergers, but it's a more standardized Strat esque body. Yeah, I, I, to me, it sort of feels like the, um, like, I don't, they sort of the Satriani Strat from Ibanez, like that, that sort of rounded, you know, just sort yeah. of, you know, yeah, it's a bit, uh, erg- road ergo. Gear. Yeah, but, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will, I'll say, I, I played those bases years when I first played it was years ago at, um, Bass Player Live, 
in Hollywood and just sat down and was actually blown away by the pickups oh, yeah. in them. It's and, an EMG, isn't it? Yeah. But it's an EMG that's been specifically designed for yeah. NS. Yeah, because they, they do a lot of those in their, their uprights, like the, right. the, the more expensive uprights um, will have the EMG, like piezos and stuff like that. And it's, it's just... They just sound so good and so articulate. Right. And yeah, it's just. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It, they sound like nothing else I've really heard. You know, like it's, it's the same way, like certain things just have their own sound without really imparting it onto everything else you do where it's like, oh, I can't make this work in any with anything else. Like the only thing that will do this is this. And I don't yeah. quite understand what it is, but it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're very cool. And they actually go secondhand for you can get some of the basic ones for only like five hundred quid, those those radius bases. So. Yeah. I I I think for me, because they they have a few different level like tiers of course of yeah. them um i think it's three i th- i think for me i'd probably i can't remember what it's called but i'd probably um just google quickly i think like <laughs> i um i'd probably go mid-tier just because it is like the the pickups are a real um the, the problem i think with the ns designs is what you're getting is uh construction um uh you know the pickups it's it's attention to detail and if you go for the lower tier you're actually getting a lot of the standardized 
stuff that you know that's no different from a lot of the competition if you if you want an ns design what you need to go for is the upper echelons of their models to get to get what ns design represent which is extreme quality well and i think that's that's the thing like we were talking about with the like the gts and the spirits and it's like well those those are good and those give you the vibe but if you want the the thing that is what sets it so apart from other stuff it is it is the top yeah the the top end but i mean even then their top ends i just i just the page just loaded and i forgot how much i love these um (laughs) oh oh, i really like it oh no i thought i was done Uh, oh well here we go second job it is um but yeah like they're just so good but yeah, like the, it's the like the CR series and stuff for those. It's just everything is is so good, such such amazing bases. Also, I mean, every I love everything they do. Like my like the upright um, that I have, like the the WAV upright, and then like the NXTA, which is their newer version um, of those. So it was like a bit of a step up and things like that. It's just such they're so good. They're very they're all. I, and also that you know they do what they do you know? yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's like like in no way are they trying to to do anything else and it's you know I, I as far as electric uprights and stuff go i they're to me are actually peerless um i think there are other places that make decent stuff but like i haven't found anything that comes close Honestly, yeah, they, so. they are they are extremely good now with your um coming back to your little kramer short scale mm, um yeah. it was quite fortuitous timing because we were speaking to neil from newtone strings oh, this yeah. week and he has we haven't got these yet dear listener but neil has just newtone strings have just released a, a new type of string called shorties they're short scale strings obviously they've always done short scale strings but these shorties are specifically designed to deal with the flubbiness that you get on, especially on a low E and an A string on a short scale. You you get a lack of sustain, and whilst your fundamentals on a short scale are, are always really there, um, they can feel a bit loose and floppy and, yeah, a little bit sustainless. Fine if you want a vintage tone, but if you want anything else, if you want a general purpose bass, generally speaking, this is what makes short scale basses difficult. And so Newtone Strings have designed these strings to be especially using sort of a, a special type of core that counteracts that. Um, strings that will be especially zingy and vibrant on their on the low E and A especially. So we're going to get some sets and yeah. uh, it's perfect for the Kramer because yeah. that's yeah. exactly what you want from yeah. that instrument. Yeah, I'm. It's yeah. I'm not going for like a Hofner violin bass sort of <laughs> sound, you know. Like I, I just want it to be. I want it to. I mean, ideally, I want it to be like uh, '80s slap sound, or I want it <laughs> like everything. I want it to sound like Mick Karn from Japan, or I want it to sound like the bass in "Too Shy" by Kajagoogoo or something like that. Like that's <laughs> that's really wanted to do without all the chorus. So, you know, so as long as, as long as that works, but yeah, I'm really into the idea of those things that I, I didn't, I didn't know they were, do- I mean, obviously it's new, but I didn't know they were doing that. And that feels like the exact thing that I, that I want, um, yeah. certainly for the ENA, cause you're right. Like it is floppy and like on the Broncos that I have, we were talking this before too, but, um, I've gone with a really heavy gauge on the A and the E just to try to, to make them. Yeah 
you know, yeah, just sort well, of have some tension. This so. is exactly why when I had my Fidelity Stellarosa base made, I ended up going back to Fidelity to have them cut me a, a 34 inch scale mm. neck. So I had a 30 inch scale neck originally, and it just <laughs> on the on the low yeah. end, you know, which is what shorties do. So, which is fine. It's just it's not what I specifically wanted. Yeah, and I think like for me, like the there's a few like for the short scale stuff, like when I'm doing like ADG strings or, you know, e- even like parts that are sort of like if something's in D and it's, you know, the lowest note I have is like fifth fret A string, then I feel like I could, I could use it for recording quite, quite easily, but it would only be where I c- could stop when I goes to the next part that goes down an octave <laughs> or whatever. Right. And then yeah. you'd be like, okay. So, yeah. So it's, so I'm really, I'm really interested to see, see how those work out and it's you know i'm i'm always always in the market for for new strings i sort of feel a bit homeless in um in string because you know like we saw before but i'd use dr strings for 20 plus years probably like exclusively and just been looking for some new stuff so i'm i'm into like all all the different variations one it's changed like since i live here now like there's just different availability of strings um and so i'm just really into i'm into new stuff yeah so. yeah well well speaking of strings you and i both purchased a set yeah. of string joy strings when we were at the brighton guitar show a few weeks ago and um uh, we've got a couple of demos for you this week, dear listener. One of them, because a few weeks ago I also picked up a Fender Roger Waters P bass. Wonderful, wonderful bass, like big 50s thick profile maple um, neck, uh, brass nut, and a Seymour Duncan quarter pounder. Um, it's perfect for big, aggressive, exactly what I want, a big rock and roll sound. Now, Roger Waters strings up with flats um and a a quarter pounder is a great pickup again for getting the most out of flats because it will give you a bit of a push a bit of an edge while still retaining the lovely subtlety that you get with a set of flat wounds i've strung this up with a a heavy gauge set a, a 55 to 110 set of the string joy strings i'm doing a little sort of rocky punk track just a plectrum line and i just wanted to hear obviously this is more than the strings this is also the bass being fantastic that brass nut the quarter pounder pickups but all those things together make just a perfect clangy wonderful punk rock bass tone that just fills out everything let's give it a listen and then we'll talk about it and see see what you think dear listener but um i just thought this was such an ultimate rock and roll bass tone and so simple to create here it is There you go. Dead simple. Mm-hmm. Um, all done. We were talking about this like just before, JD. All done with the um, ooh, uh, 
Plugin Alliance, yes, yeah, Plugin, Plugin Alliance yeah. uh, Ampeg B15 Amsim, and then just the I always use it. I love it as a compressor. It's just the Fat Channel, um, which is a free compressor that comes with Studio One. You get it on the most basic, the free version that you can download now. The Fat Channel just on their tube um, valve. It's like a one knob compressor. Um, it's just gain and it does everything gorgeously. Obviously, it's not going to give you, it doesn't do proper, very nice, even sounding mm. compression, but it, it's lovely coupled with a, an Ampeg B15 to just bring out all of that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's a really, I mean, those two things really great sound. I really, I really liked like that, that bass tone sounded huge. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, um, yeah, very, very usable, very aggressive, very big. I mean, I love, I love a quarter pound P bass, especially those, those, that was the first, the first mod pickup I ever bought was yeah. a quarter pound P bass, you know, <laughs> when and, it said bass lines in yeah. the corner of the pickup. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. They I changed it to say yeah. Seymour Duncan after yeah. that, but it originally it said bass lines. Oh, bass lines. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, for some reason I thought those, those, that was like the, uh, it was like a separate version, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, because it would have been it was on because I put it in my first my PV Fury. Oh wow, PV Fury Good with us. Yeah, which you know, of course, now it's probably would go for well more than I've. It's probably <laughs> it's probably in bits in like in a shed at my parents somewhere. Um, yeah, it was it's a great bass, but yeah, yeah, it was. I've always loved quarter pounds because it was. But yeah, you can you can just that bass sounds massive. Yeah, and those tones sound good. Um, I. I've been really enjoying because I put the uh, uh, the string joy strings on my uh, Kramer the DMZ so oh, the right. Demarzio um, sort of just P bass one and you know, very very lively um, without without being like uh, without being too sharp and clangy right yeah. um, I think it's like there's some new strings that you're just like okay I can't wait for that to go away yeah yeah, yeah like, I need to play this as much as possible before yeah. I have a gig because yeah. these strings are way too zingy yeah they yeah and and they're sort of all those so the thing I found is that all the strings are very balanced which is one of my big things is right. to make sure that they're all they all f- feel like they're in the same family and then um I've I found them to be which I like um more taut or they they feel tighter right. than um than i would say like of a of a similar gauge from certainly some other some other brands out there so uh, i you know thus far i'm really really digging them really yeah. into really into the idea plus you know i like the idea it's you know small brand i like you know i sort of grew up nearish to nashville so it, nashville is like a second home for me gig wise for a, a, a big portion so you know there's always a bit of like yeah yeah it's good it's the sort um, of area that i trust for anything yeah. rock and rolly <laughs> yeah yeah Just you, you trust portland to have good effects pedal companies i trust <laughs> yeah. nashville for anything rock and rolly yeah i mean nashville's where i bought all you know all my first real proper proper amps and stuff like my first eden rig was was it rock really? block in nashville oh. yeah yeah it's good times i have never been because i've never oh, yeah. been to uh summon am yeah so, uh, well yeah i mean i to be fair i'd quite like to go outside of summer nam but 
Yeah, who knows? Maybe one of these days we'll be in Nashville. Yes, we will see. We'll see. Now, the second demo I want to play is, and I'll talk about this because we're coming to the end of the podcast, so we'll talk about Mm. this now, but I'm going to have to follow up with this next week as well, dear listener, because it's great. Uh, Vintage guitars. Obviously, we had the vintage Joe Doe gas jockey on the last couple of weeks of the podcast. Vintage have sent me one of their new, it's part of their reissued series, and it's their V51. Now, they do... A number of series, but they're two sort of retro series, like old Fendery and old Gibsony uh, series, are the reissued series and the Icon series. Icon series are relicked, and I assume are the inspiration for them now doing their pro shop. Don't forget that is coming soon, dear listener. The the uh, pro shop guitarners build, um, and the reissued series is exactly that. They're just vintage inspired, inspired by uh, the guitars and basses of old. And the V51 is, as you'd expect, it is them doing a 51P bass. Now, it isn't actually 51, it's 56, because the body's contoured in the same way as a modern precision bass is, but it has that single coil pickup. So so that's 54, actually, not 56. Sorry, 54 is the introduction of contours. But it still has a great big, thick C neck in a vintage tint or maple. It's available in butterscotch or sunburst. Um... And it has that, it has a, a Wilkinson bridge with four saddles, which is great. It still has the vintage look, but it's actually usable. And it has the Wilkinson um, single coil precision bass pickup on there. Now, I've recorded a demo of me playing this bass. This bass definitely demands flat wounds. There's just no reason for you to have this type of instrument and not have flats. But. I thought it sounded fantastic, even with the rounds. There is something uh, clangier about the single coil than the modern-day humbucker, something not as tight that that definitely isn't suitable for some things, but for some really rugged blues and rock and roll, it can sound excellent. So I've got a little blues track here and just listen to it. Exactly the same setup, in fact. Same amp settings as I went for the Roger Waters. Same compressor. I just think it sounded great. Here it is. was the vintage v51 just all clang it's just all mm-hmm. old school clang um but yes i'm a i'm a big fan and you know it's like sub 500 pounds for one of those as well yeah those those bases are very good i i really enjoyed that as well and i was i caught myself thinking it's like oh just those old b15s just 
sound the best recorded, don't they? Like, and just like even the plug-in version, it's like everything just sounds so <laughs> it's so big and growly and sits so well. Yeah, yeah. They, um, yeah, the that plug-in, dear listener. I, I can't remember. I think I got it in a sale for like yeah. thirty quid or something like that. I think it's normally a hundred, but definitely yeah. like pop it, like find it, plug-in alliance, pop it in a watch list or something, and keep an eye on it for even if you're a guitarist, you want to lay down bass on a on a track every now and again. There is nothing better than this for just going mm. straight into your standard interface with any bass. It, is, it also. Uh, yeah, it also works pretty well as a as a guitar amp. So I've used I've used that on on like flavor guitar bits. Oh, so really? like you're layering oh. guitar just because it's you know it's it's a really good sounding. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a really good sounding tube. You know, like I fifteen so. inch. You know, like it's just a valve 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 head that it's clean and vintagey sounding. You don't have to drive it. You can drive it. You know, and and it's got a couple different switches. So you get a couple different flavors of. B15 on it as well. So. It, that is very good, actually. It splits between something like a 63 and a 66, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. And um, the 66 is slightly hotter. I find I have to change virtually no settings. I use one of their presets, which is called Rock No Horn. Yeah. Um, and then I oh, do. Yeah, turn the horn off. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> who has a horn on? Uh, yeah. And then I'd use the standard one for normal clean and then switch to the 66 for drive. And that's yeah. the only change I make to it, and it just always sounds very good. Yeah, I can't remember. I have a I have a Belta Lauda preset. So like I have like all my <laughs> standard stuff. It's like here's my starts for everything, and it's like, yep, that's fine. I do a couple tweaks based on whatever. I mean, to be fair, I, I only really use that a couple times. Um, I know we're coming to the end, but we'll say what I what I would do with that plugin is I oftentimes run a parallel signal path, and right. then. Um, or I'll split it so that I have a totally clean signal or just clean bottom end and then a distorted top end. So I'll put like a, um, you know, crossover at some stage and just run everything high through the, through the B15. And I find like that because that keeps the low end really, t- like really tight um, and stuff. And then just gives you a bit of, bit of grit up top. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. What 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 a great little solution for basically yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, and it's one I have loads of different ones, and I come back to that more than you know more than most for all my different flavors. So, yeah, yes, I am I am unsurprised. It is excellent. Do check it out, dear listener. Now, uh, JD is absolutely right. We are right at the end of this week's. Um, um, podcast. So me and JD are going to head over to the Patreon now where we're going to record a whole extra episode. We're going to talk a lot about accessories, but I really want to ask you about your fuzz pedal, your uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the BAE, BAE as well. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that as oh, well yeah. on the Patreon. You can join us there, dear listener. Um, just head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. All the information on how to join our little community is there. Don't forget to join the Facebook group, guitar nerds group on Facebook. Get involved in all the weekly discussion. It's where we normally get questions for the group. Didn't see any I liked this week, which is why me and JD <laughs> are going to talk about accessories. And if you want to get in touch, DM us on any of those things or info at guitar nerds dot net thank you very much for listening you've been lovely we've been the guitar nerds farewell goodbye very much everyone for listening to this week's episode of the guitar nerds podcast thank you to our top tier patreon backers for your constant support and making it possible for us to continue 
doing this podcast. Thank you to Rocket Rob Patterson, Marcus Deluxe, Dorsonic Pickups, Rob Witherden, Chris Franklin, Anton Fryant, Russ Meehan, Barry Gresbick, Steve Davis, Daniel Walker, Jorin Brown, John Conaway, Russell Healing, Yogi the Guitarist, Ty Allen, Kyle Harris, Sean Hughes, Andy Hoffler, Eric Hemmer, Jeffrey Wax, Brian Einzer, Mark Kazal Kadawaki, Stuart Robson, Eric File, Peter Pesce, Andy Manley, Joe Puttick, Blake Wyland, Phil Radomski, Dave Lee, Ross Edwards, Jason Morton, James Dor, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, Abe Matthews, Christopher Losef, Stephen Burke, Robin Smith, Kytopia the Band, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Paul Corrigan, Rob Nordvik, Scott O'Brien, and of course, the wonderful Moog Gravit. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.